By the way, that is a 1972 Porsche 911 air-cooled engine that you hear in the start of our song. <laughs> For any of you out there that are wondering. I'm impressed you knew that. <laughs> yes. I spent days finding the right engine sound <laughs> for the song. Oh, we are back! I mean, the team, the the band, is back together. The, the boys are back in town, and it, well, boys well, and girl, boys and girl, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But for the sake of this podcast, Aaron's just one of the boys, right? Sure. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> you know, I'm cringing. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, it, that voice that you guys are wondering, whose voice is that? Well, that is none other than Jay Lawrence, who has been part of this podcast since the beginning. But due to coronavirus and life, uh, there have been many podcasts that Jay was not able to attend. But we are actually now back in studio, all of us together. Welcome Great. back, Jay. Hey, we are social distancing. Back. We, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a good twelve feet away from Jay and and Aaron yep. and I are three feet apart. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> Aaron's in between the twelve, so it's six, 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 and six feet. Yeah, we're yeah. we're following CDC guidelines. Yeah, we're close. And what I love is that we finally, it, and maybe it's not, still not right to do it, but we finally can chuckle just a little bit, loosen our grip a little bit on the pandemic as. We are now in New York State, officially in phase two, mm -hmm. which reminds me of this one South Park episode where these little uh, gnomes that they go around stealing underpants, and they, they finally <laughs> ask the gnomes, what are you doing? Well, we're stealing underpants. Why? Well, phase one, steal underpants. <laughs> phase two, question mark. Phase three, profit. So that's where all the underpants and uh, left socks go that you so, wonder. So Mark, so Mark, what do you think of the pandemic now? So. And our face thinks of underpants. Yes. There, you know, you know? look through this whole thing. And I, I'd like to think, even though, you know, maybe Jay didn't, but I like to think that he's listened to every podcast, even the ones he was not on, but. Uh, I haven't. I'm just thrilled. It's not a video podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I just like I was like ah oh, dreading those things. I'm he like, oh, he saw the green screen all tucked and away I, oh, and uh, not so happy. up for use today. I was just so happy because you know, so um, it's awesome. Well, awesome you know, there. we've been talking about all all different things through the pandemic, right? Of course, and and right now the world is uh, dealing with other major problems, and we're still dealing still dealing with a pandemic. But uh, fortunately, things are are getting better. The numbers are getting better. Businesses are starting to be able to come back. Um, our business, being an essential business, had kind of always in one way, shape, or form been active, but now we're back in full swing, of course, with the new normal, mm -hmm. right? Face masks are mm -hmm. a part of everyday life. Disinfecting, yep. doing all of that. Yep. Yeah. yeah, and this raises the question as to what next. And, you know, we even did a podcast about the new world order, but let's right. talk about... Now it's a it's a beautiful Friday. It's June fifth, beautiful Friday. It's eighty degrees outside. The birds are chirping. Sun is shining, and it makes people think about what are what's their summer going to be. What are they going to do this summer? Right? Uh, are they going to take that road trip, or you know that kind of thing? So we thought we would kind of explore a few of those aspects of um, well, what is a summer what is a summer vacation going to look like in twenty twenty. Um, for us, is it going to be primarily road trips or are people still going to get on planes and, uh, or is that too soon? Um, I know for me, uh, real quick, one of the notes I wanted to put down is kind of one of the things that I had thought of about a month ago. I'm like, you know, I don't think we're going to be going anywhere anytime soon. So we invested in a couple outdoor nature type things. So we got a couple kayaks cause we figure we can, and we've hit the Irondequoit Creek here in Monroe County, right. which was awesome. So for those of you that ha have kayaks or want a kayak um, or even rent them, uh, there's Bay Creek uh, Boating, which is right down there on Arundacoit Bay. And they rent kayaks, and they'll even drive you up to Ellison Park and drop you in the park. And then you take a two-hour tour, so to speak, down the Arundacoit Creek back to Arundacoit Bay, and it's awesome. That's awesome. You that just have great. to watch out for rabid uh, beavers. Because there are those. Really? There is a such thing. Oh, listen. I lived in Florida. 
There's such oh, you're used to a there, lot of things. There's <laughs> rabid lots of things. Well, let me tell like, you. like golfing with you know alligators. It wasn't. It was a it's thing. Normal. It's normal. How about otters? Like everybody goes, oh, otters are so cute. Oh God, they're so cute. Yeah, right on. Until your golf ball goes close to them and they come screaming out of the water at you. Well, in the worst sound, know, like a like a like a like a wild dingo. I don't even know the sound. It was <laughs> like, oh my, my baby. god. I used to think those things were cute, and now I see them like, oh god. See them in a different yeah, light. There's a whole yeah. They're evil. They're so I'm on, I'm on the I'm on the phone with one of our customers, a very good friend of mine, and I'm telling her that we're gonna go kayaking on the Rondecoy Creek. And she goes, oh, watch out for the beavers. And I thought she was kind of like joking around, like, uh huh, yeah, right. She's like, no, really. Go look up on YouTube. There's this guy that was kayaking like a few years ago in Arundacoit Creek, and this beaver just randomly jumped up on his kayak and started, you know, attacking him. Oh my gosh. And some other guy saw it and came with a kayak paddle and <laughs> beat the thing <laughs> until, it, oh, like, well. until it subsided. So I'm like, <laughs> so now, literally, no joke, we're kayaking last week Arundacoit Creek. Of course, I'm. Like I can't relax now. I'm wa- waiting for that for a family of beavers to come attack me. And sure enough, right in front of us, we see it's kind of like bubbling in the water, and it was a beaver. Oh there there was a there was a beaver right in front of us. And normally, had I not heard that story, I'd be like, "Oh, look, cute, a beaver!" Oh, yeah. And I'm paddling backwards, going, "Ah, beaver!" No wonder you didn't get back to me on my text. <laughs> Fighting angry beavers in the creek. Yeah, right. <laughs> Something so. I never heard Mark, you know, I never thought Mark would ever say. Oh, my gosh. What was your weekend? Like, oh, I fought a bunch of angry beavers. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to escape these beavers. I think they're still outside with uh, with baseball bats waiting for me to come out. Oh, man. Uh, but, you know, so we, you know, it's those kinds of things. Are people going to be doing staycations, uh, doing stuff at home? Uh, doing stuff in nature, they're going to take road trips, but, you know. Yeah, you know, it's one of those things when you look at it, it's like you want to do stuff mm-hmm. and you want to get out, right? But kind of you're like, well, some things you can't do. Mm-hmm. So basic things like usual firemen carnivals and things that people look for, they're all gone. Concerts. Right? Concerts, they're not going to happen. Sports, I can tell you right now, it doesn't look like the Red Wings are going to happen mm-hmm. this right. year. Um so what what can you really do, and do you feel comfortable? And planes are going. I, I know people that are on them and going back and forth and doing stuff, but I still think the, the, even if they opened up full, I think people would still be a little bit. I think it's, it's going to be a different experience too because in the summertime, like I know for myself, we go on, you know, some sporadic trips here or there, and we don't make plans, you know what I mean? But I think now you're going to have to make those plans, like, you're going to have to plan out, okay, if I'm going on a road trip, which hotel am I going to stay at? Are they yep. going to be open? I'm going to have to call and, and make sure. And so you can't really not plan right now. Well, here's this weird uh, an insight into how my brain works. One of the reasons I, I, I it took my whole life, a whole 40-some-odd years to build up the courage to go on a cruise. And I went on a cruise a year and a half ago, and I loved it, and it was awesome. And I'm like, yep, this will this could be a new thing. I could see yep. this being a new thing for me. Then the pandemic happens, and <laughs> thousands of people are stuck on cruise ships because the whole boat's getting infected yeah. with coronavirus. And then it comes out saying that, you know, it's not the food on the buffet and all of those things that you have to worry about. It's the fact that all that air is recirculated through the boat through one you know, these like main central air conditioning mm-hmm. systems and stuff like that. I, I don't know if that's true or not. That's what I heard. Snopes. You know, so, <laughs> so yeah, so I, I, that like right away is a thing for me. I've always been worried in hotels about like Legionnaire's disease and all that kind of stuff. You can get it in your house too, but, mm-hmm. but you're still in a hotel somehow. I always make my wife sleep next to the AC. <laughs> no, just kidding. <laughs> well, listen, we had our cruise booked and it was supposed <clears throat> to be the beginning of May. Uh-huh. And of course, it, it didn't happen. Yeah. Finally, I rebooked it, and the the question was, you know, do you do you want to rebook it? And we'll give you X amount of dollars. Um, well, like, how long can I wait? You know, like, so uh, I did rebook it and put the money towards it. I'm like, hey, I'm you know, yeah, 2022. I'm like, I'm taking off couple years, yeah, and 21. Because if we don't got it figured out by 2022, I look at it and go, we got bigger problems exactly. than my cruise. Yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> right. <laughs> that, and I'm like, hey, and I'm all paid up for a cruise that's going to happen in two years. Great. Well, so one of the things I thought about is if you think about uh, hotels when you go to them, right? There are 
different styles of hotels. Of course, there's motels, which are you're entering the room from the outside, typically, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. usually two, maybe three stories. There's hotels that are one entrance, elevators, stairs, and that sort of thing. But a lot of them have different types of heating and air conditioning systems. I think that I'm right now going to watch out to go to the ones that have the AC units that go that are just isolated to that room so as opposed mm-hmm. to venting through the whole building. So I booked our trip in September to go to our favorite place, the Atlantis Motorfront Inn, and it is in Gloucester, Mass., and all the rooms face the ocean. We absolutely love it. It is a motel, the cleanest motel or hotel I've ever been in my life, by the way. And it does. It has the main unit, and yeah. the windows are open. And I was like, you know, my my son's like, do you really think it's safe, Dad? I go, yeah, like, I don't need to interact with anybody. And if I want to go eat lobster, there's a ton of open air places to yeah. eat. So it's well, like, I just like the idea of not having a lot of duct work through a yes, building absolutely. where everything can go through. And, I mean, if it can happen on a cruise ship, like they say on the news, and why is it different than uh, a big building that has, you know, duct work? Obviously, office buildings, ha- you know, may have it too, but, I mean – Whatever, you know, it yeah, is what but, it is. But I'm with but. you. It, it, it's definitely changed. It changes your mindset about, about the things you never thought about. Right. I mean, I would never, that would have never even crossed my mind. In fact, even on one of the last podcasts I brought up, we even did a PSA on TV about, um, well, I mean, changing your, like your cabin air filter for many other reasons than a pandemic. But that may, you know, I mean, that could be one small thing going, hey, sh- Change your air filter. It's something you're breathing in. It's air that you're breathing. Change it. Make it fresh and new. But even telling people that they can reuse the recirculation button in the parking lots. I mean, you go to Lowe's, Home Depot, Wegmans, Tops, any of the big stores that are open all the time, and those parking lots are pretty crowded with people. Mm-hmm. Um, if you hit your recirculation button, I know maybe that's a little going a little overboard, but hitting that recirculation button closes off those outside vents. So those outside air vents in the engine that, that take the air in from outside. So It also cools you off a little bit quicker, too. It sure does, especially when it's a hot day like today. So, you know, using that recirculation button may not be a bad idea. It's also, from a more practical standpoint, though, that recirculation button when you're on that trip, if you're on that road trip and you want to get a little better gas mileage, well, the best way to get the best gas mileage is don't have your AC on and, and, you know, just sweat to down. death yeah. inside. But <laughs> that's probably not going to happen for most people. And having your windows open on the throughway is, <laughs> isn't necessarily no. ideal either. That's kind of an adventure. Uh, <laughs> um, by the way, that creates wind drag. That's, an, that's another uh, thing against fuel economy. But the recirculation button is going to keep that already cool air in the cabin uh, cool. Now, if it's just you in the car, it's no issue. If there's multiple people in the car, and hopefully none of them have uh, a virus or any kind of lingering thing you want, then you might want to open the vents. I don't well, know what to tell you. Yeah. I think you might want to have that conversation before you all get in the car. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. yeah, let's uh, take your temperatures before you get in the car. <laughs> I, I think there are going to be changes in terms of, I think people are going to be hitting the road more than they are going to be flying and stuff. Just because, I mean, the gas prices, too, are so low right now. Yeah. Um, you know what I thought about, like... And I hadn't really thought about ever getting a camper, but what a perfect time to get like an RV or a camper, because if you want to talk about being socially distant, right? Well, I'm on the camp, I'm on the point over by the, you know, the rocks and the fire over here in the water and the closest person's 25, 30 feet away in another campsite. I had completely thought of that years ago. I've wanted a camper forever. Uh, And, you know, my idea of camping is I want a, a 36 inch flat screen TV in there with an oven and a. You know, yeah. and all that glamping. Kind of, yeah, exactly right. So well, I don't really want to rough it or anything. Exactly. Well, I read I read an article. This kind of segues into I was going to get to this, but RV rentals have actually increased. They've seen a six hundred and fifty percent increase. Wow. In the past couple of months, so there's these you know share peer to peer rentals that you can do that people have been doing, and um, like one of the main attractions have been national parks. People are actually getting out and getting outdoors now, too. Which Well, the air is a lot cleaner, too. There yeah. hasn't been as much traffic, so you're watching that around the globe. Like, mm-hmm. all, you know, the pollutants are, you know, starting to dissipate. So you're getting some of this great, you know, fresh air at these national parks. And I'll tell you, the other thing would be great. Mark, maybe we can go in on a camper. Because they used to do that when I was in Florida about with boats. Three or four 
families would buy a boat and then yeah. they then they shared it. It was the sharing of boats. So why don't why don't we make this deal right now? You get the camper on Mondays and Tuesdays. I get it Wednesday through Sunday. Well, that sounds like a deal you'd try to propose to me. All right, you can have Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Oh, you're a shooter. I'll take Thursday through Sunday. How's that? Oh, too well, funny. You know, I mean, I, let me let me kind of say this right away. Anybody who's thinking about a road trip. Get your car checked over. We, we've had this conversation before, but mm-hmm. I'm just going to say it again. It's because uh, a lot of people don't. A lot of people don't get their car checked over before a trip. And a lot of people wait until the day before their trip to get their car checked over, which is also not a great idea. I would say that getting your car checked over the day before a trip is still better than not getting it checked over at all. But the better play is to get your car checked over a couple weeks prior to your trip because if there's anything that is found, it we have a reasonable amount of time to address it in the least expensive way possible. And I will even go out on a limb right now and announce on this podcast that if anybody hears my statement on this podcast and comes in, we will do a free, complete trip check for you before your trip. Whether you're a car care club member here at Universal Imports or not, Universal Imports of Rochester will do a free trip check for you if you mention that you heard it on this podcast before your trip. And that really is like a $100 value because we go through the car very thoroughly. We'll check your brakes, your fluids, uh, your tires, um, you know, all of that stuff, all your lighting, everything. So you do not have an issue. We'll run the codes through the, we'll uh, hook a scan tool up to your car and check for any codes because some cars have codes in them without a light being on, which is a precursor potentially to a light coming on. So it's really great to get a trip check before you go away. And it's also even better for you and for us if we do it a week or two prior to your trip. That way, if there's anything we have to address, we can address it. But uh, Peace of mind. Peace of mind. So that offer stands. Uh, if someone wants to get their car checked over for a trip, you just call and make an appointment. Say you heard it on this podcast, and we will do a free trip check for you. And then, of course, anything you need, we're going to give you great prices. As everybody probably already knows who's listening to this podcast, but for those who may be listening for the first time, the Grease and Glamour podcast is part of Universal Imports of Rochester, We sell and service import automobiles here in Rochester, New York, and we've been doing it for over 35 years. And that's going to be where I'm going to go into commercial, and then we're going to come out and we're going to talk about some of the expenses you're going to be enduring if you're taking that road trip. That's why Universal Imports has got you covered with their exclusive Car Care Club. For an annual investment of just $49, you can save hundreds with a free New York State inspection, $10 off oil changes, 10% off labor, $50 off alignments, and so much more. Visit UniversalImports.com or visit 834 Linden Avenue, right off 441. Let my family take care of your family's automobiles. Visit UniversalImports.com to join our Car Care Club today. Mole Tool is the official sponsor of the Grease and Glamour podcast. Established in 1853, Mole Tool has grown to become a recognized leader in lubricant technology. Racing teams around the world have trusted Mole Tool to deliver the endurance and performance needed to compete at the highest level. Even if you're not racing on the track, Mole Tool's full range of synthetic lubricants will protect your engine against wear and tear of your daily commute. Stop by Universal Imports to purchase Mole Tool's line of products today. Well, I've been doing business with Mark and my friends at Universal for over 20 years. Great vehicles, fantastic service, and they're always there when I need them. Mark makes the process absolutely seamless. He asks us what we would like in a car, and the next thing you know, he's calling you back and saying, I have found the vehicle you are looking for. We want you to be Universal Imports' next satisfied customer. Visit us at UniversalImports.com. All right, and we're back. And now I started looking into... I have been feverishly calling the New York State Thruway Department and trying to get someone from their public relations to talk to us here on the podcast 
about the changes that are happening on the New York State Thruway. I don't know if either one of you have been on the mm-hmm. Thruway lately. Yep. But there are these big metal things going up. Uh, there's going to be, I think, 57 of them on the New York State Thruway. They're called, do you know what they're called? You know what the name of them are? I looked at it and I Be, forgot. You know, because like this, is, they're they're gonna have to have a name, right? Because you can't always just refer to them as all oh, those big metal, <laughs> metal things on the <laughs> throughway. Well, you could. They're called gantries. Ah, uh, hmm. well, okay. That so, reminds me of Apollo space missions. So the it's a gantry. gantry. Yeah. So these are gantries, and uh, they are going to all cashless tolls. I think it may be effective January 1st. End if of, I had somebody from the New York State Thruway Department on here, I could ask them and well, they could tell you. Well, end of year is what I, I read yeah, so by the end of this year. And it's, and, and it's to match uh, states like Massachusetts yeah. are already in it. Yep. And yeah. Certain others. Well, it's definitely where we got to be going, right? I mean, it, and I've, I've said this before too, right? Necessity is the mother of invention. And if if this pandemic has taught us anything, it's that, a lot of inventions uh, come out of mm-hmm. a new, a whole new thing getting thrown at us and yeah. us having to very quickly find a way and a workaround. And right away, the New York State Thruway said, we're done with doing, we're not doing cash tolls during the pandemic, which uh, I kind of thought meant that like the Thruway was going to be free for, oh, no. for oh. three months. No, when I went through it, what they do is you, you go through it, you get on and you don't get a ticket or anything like that, that you get off and they write down your plate right. information and then they send you a mm-hmm. bill. Listen, the the New York State Thruway, I thought was going to be free since 1996. Right, because okay? in 1996, oh, they yeah. had, in 1992, they came out with an article that said, hooray, in 1996, the New York State Thruway is going to be free. Yeah, the federal government's going to help us. Work. It's going to be free. I'm like, are you guys kidding? We live in New York State. Exactly. That thing is never. <laughs> Do you know how much revenue it creates each year? Do you know how much money they make on the New York State Thruway each year? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Well, it's interesting because they just proposed that these putting up these gantries, right, is like, I don't know, at $266 million project or something like that. And the first thing I say is, man, well, we'll save the $266 million. Don't charge people. Then you won't need to get the money back to pay for it. Except what I didn't realize is on the New York State Thruway each year, they have $266 million transactions totaling $250 million or $750 million in revenue. Almost a billion dollars. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Hence why it will never go away. <laughs> It'll never and by go the away. way, after this, eh, it's probably a, another billion added on to it. Yeah, you know what? And, and, and I got I to gotta be honest. I, I, I don't care. I, I mean, it, I know it. when you look in the grand scheme of things of what uh, different toll roads cost, it's still, you know, we're still, we're not like excessively mm-hmm. high compared to some others, but it's an average of four and a half cents per mile to drive on the New York State Thruway. But Listen, still, you can go like the whole length of Massachusetts for like three dollars. Yeah, but and you go two hours on the Thruway and it's like seven dollars. Yeah, but adversely, you can go on the seventeen mile drive in California at fifty nine cents a mile. Uh. Or you can be in Florida, where every single road now there's now there's no state income tax, but don't worry. Um, every toll, every road is a toll road, no matter where you go. And it's, you're stopping every, and they don't have the gantries, all of yeah. them. And it's 25 cents, 50 cents here. You just want to go to the mall. You never know. It's a dollar 85 and you're like, oh gosh, you know? So, but over time. Well, you know, there is, uh, I don't know if it's the 401. I probably should have looked that up, but we were coming out of Toronto last year. And if you take the QEW in or out of Toronto, right? The traffic is horrendous. And there is a point <clears throat> where everybody who's sitting in traffic on the QEW would say, I would pay anything to be out of this traffic. <laughs> and the Canadians heard that because they built a road uh, on the north end of Toronto and it comes down and it's a beautiful brand new highway. I mean, it's gorgeous. It's awesome. And there's not a car on it. 
because they charge you a mint to drive on it. But if you don't like traffic, you'll pay it. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think you got to, I think from Toronto to, um, and then it comes out on the other, other side of, uh, what is it? Mississauga. Mississauga. Um, and, and I, I don't know how many miles it is, you know, 30 something miles or whatever, but it circumvents all the, all the traffic. It's like twenty bucks or twenty five bucks. It's, oh, I would it's expensive. Yeah. It, I would pay it in a heartbeat. And we did it by accident. You know, we drove on it, and I'm like, "There's no one on this road. This is awesome. <laughs> I think I found a secret nobody knows about." And I'm driving. There's no cars. I'm like, "Oh my god! It's like I'm in uh, like the this dystopian future, and I'm the only one left." And and um, and then I get a bill in the mail for twenty five dollars. <laughs> And you're like, what the heck was twenty five dollars? I'll pay it again. Yeah, I'll tell you what, I'll yep. pay it again because you could sit there forever on the QEW getting into into Toronto. You know, and the way these things work, I just think it's great. So even if you don't have the Easy Pass system, you drive through it anyways, and they just bill you. They just yeah, they, they're taking pictures. You know, the technology's the technology's finally caught up to it where they yeah. can. Do if I look, even and of course, you know, we definitely get spoiled, right? At first, you whine that you have to stop at the toll and then d- dig into your pocket for some money and you're pulling lint out and everything else and then you're handing them the money. Then Easy Pass comes and that's great. And then you, but oh, yeah, I got to drive by at five miles an hour. I might as well stop if I got to go five miles an hour. Then they give you the 20 mile an hour mm-hmm. lane, which is okay, but you still are too afraid to go 20 because. Well, yep. well, well, you're coming from driving 80 <laughs> yeah. and you got to slow down to 20. Right. Like. <laughs> and now. When the when they finally get this thing up and running, I'm I'm guessing, maybe I'm wrong. Are they gonna? You won't have to go through the toll. Are they oh, gonna just no, take the no, toll? No, they're gonna yeah, down? they're gonna take them out. Yeah, they're gonna take them out, and it's, it's gonna all be just phases. above you. Just yeah. You just so that means through. I won't be relegated to the either the uh, the Sabaras, Starbucks, or Roy Rogers on the throughway. I'll be able to just get off at any exit, not have to have the inconvenience of having to go through the tolls. Yeah. So that I can pick the restaurant of my choice at uh, whatever exit I'm at. The not only like thing there was are that many great not, choices. Not that there's <laughs> many great You've been in New York, right? On those yeah, things, no, there's yeah. not that many. I know. No. The only thing with those with the cashless ones is, say, like you you just moved, or you know, the DMV doesn't have your current address. Well, they're going to send you a bill, but you have like 30 days. They'll charge you a fee. You get over, I think, I think it was sixty or ninety days. They charge you fifty dollars plus whatever the fee is. So if they don't have your current address, then you know oh, you have to pay it somehow. That is called a revenue stream. Very true. <laughs> I, <laughs> Very true. You know, I just think that li- listen, they're going to play to the masses, and that's going to happen. Yeah. Well, we we were easy passers fairly early on, and and easy passes in six. I think it's in sixteen states, but. They're maybe more importantly than the how many states are in. They're in the states that are most relevant to most people in New York. So it's going to be in the neighboring states, I think. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think Florida has a different. Uh, it's not sun. easy pass. It's I think it's sun, called sun something. Sun coast or sun system. Something I can't like remember. That. Yeah. But I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it as long as the roads are in good shape. You know, if they keep the roads in good shape, they can keep my money because I understand that things cost and. Uh, I like to, com- you know, the new, you couldn't pick a more boring stretch of road than the New York State Thruway, no matter which direction you go on it. But um, it's convenient. You know, it's a straight shot, Buffalo to Albany, mm-hmm. Albany down to New York. Yeah, we um, used to go see our son, you know, all the yeah. time. Yeah. And it's just, it's if easy. You're go- if you're going but, that way, but, like, in fall time, yeah. it's pretty. Oh, you're yeah. going towards the Albany way. There's, there's, yeah, you know. like after... It's pretty once you hit from Utica to Albany mm-hmm. through that whole like Herkimer vat, like that yeah. valley and Little Falls and all that. It, it, that's, I would agree, that's pretty. Yeah. Um, although it's still very straight and just kind of. Yeah, I know. So, do you know <laughs> what the first stretch of Thruway was that opened? Um, Where it went between? Yeah. You'll appreciate this, Aaron. Between Rochester and Utica. Really? Oh, that, really? That was the first oh. section that ever opened. Didn't know I'm that. Sure exactly what year that was, but that was the first. Well, I will tell you what the top five expensive toll roads are, and the first one is right here in New York State. But this one, I don't think fairly should be on the thing because it's kind of a tourist. It's kind of a a touristy thing, so I could exp- I can understand why it's so expensive. 
the Whiteface Mountain Memorial Highway. So the highway will take you up from, you know, Lake Placid up to the top of Whiteface. Oh. Is a dollar twenty-five a mile. Toll road. Hmm. I don't know how many miles that is. It's probably like what, 10, 12 miles probably to wind up that thing. Much. So yeah, you know, so it's gonna cost you like fifteen bucks sure. or something like that. Uh, number two is the 17-mile drive in California. That's 59 cents a mile. The Chicago Skyway in Illinois. Now, keep in mind, the New York State Thruway is 4.5 cents a mile. Mm-hmm. So that's your, that's your, barom- that's your base, baseline. The Fort Bend Parkway in Texas is 51 cents a mile. And the Delaware Turnpike in Delaware is 29 cents a mile. Now, y- you take those longer roads... Right, you know, I think the Pennsylvania Turnpike's expensive too, it if is. I recall. Um, and there's like one section of that that no one rides on because it's too expensive. <laughs> <laughs> I think they need to like rethink it if they see that there's not they're not yeah. getting any. But cars listen, on it. you know, nothing against Pennsylvania, but you know, if they have to build another, you know, expressway, oh, it'll last another forty years. Right? You know, and anybody who's driven through Pennsylvania knows exactly what I'm talking <laughs> about. Like I moved away, I came back, it was like thirty years later, and they're <laughs> still the they're road. only one exit. <laughs> There's only one exit further down to create that expressway. I was like, are you kidding? What, did we go on strike for 30 years? Well, you yeah. do see the one guy working and the, all the other yeah. guys are not. It's so. the same guy, too. Yeah, <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> he deserves a medal. Hey, I guess, you know, what a gig, though. You don't really have to move very much. You don't have to do much, obviously. So you don't even have to finish your job. You just kind of show up. It's but, great. You know, people don't realize, though, also you have the um, the – you can subscribe to these passes like for going over the border in Canada. Um, what is the uh, Nexus, right? Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. Nexus pass. And there is actually a Nexus bridge that's just for Nexus um, pass holders. It goes right there by the, um, by the whirlpool, by the uh, whirlpool, uh, whirlpool bridge. It's kind of in between the rainbow, rainbow bridge and the Lewiston bridge is the whirlpool. And so the Nexus is another fast way to get over the Canadian bridges. But the five most expensive bridge tolls are in Virginia, the Chesapeake Bay Bridge and Tunnel. It's $30 round trip. Ooh, that's deep. That's a long, that's a long tunnel. You ever been in? Yeah. You ever been over the Verrazano Narrows Bridge? That's a big bridge. That's $15 one way. I actually went over that bridge. Do you remember? I think it was... Two summers ago, we had the eclipse. That the whole the the full solar eclipse. Right. We were driving over it right at the time of the eclipse. Oh. And it's tricky to drive and try and watch the sun and drive at the same time. Well, yeah. I'm pretty sure they don't recommend that. Mark. <laughs> no, I tried. Well, <laughs> as I was texting. No, I'm just kidding. Wasn't texting. Just oh, a joke. I'm just not surprised by any of this. <laughs> the George Washington Bridge, which I have m- many stories of. Of the George Washington Bridge, uh, and that's $13 one way. The Golden State Bridge in California is only $7 one way. (laughs) And the Tacoma Narrows Bridge in California is $5 one way. So, again, the two of the most expensive bridges are right here in New York State. Doesn't surprise me. Nope. (laughs) And they blew those bridges up and escaped from New York so that they couldn't get. They couldn't get there. Couldn't (laughs) get there. That's a great movie, by the way. Love that. <laughs> One that I'm it. certain Aaron has not <laughs> seen. And I'm pretty sure, you know, don't watch part two. It's really not. <laughs> part No, part no. the first one to me was classic. Uh-huh. It was a classic John Carpenter with yeah, John Carpenter music. It was yeah. awesome. But Escape two was bad. Escape from L.A. too. Oh, it was oh. bad. Mm, zero on And I really hope they don't remake it because it just, it I will. don't. Yeah, it just doesn't. Yeah. You know, some things don't hold up, and th- I think that's one of them. Well, they're running out of options in Hollywood for movies, so oh, listen, right. they'll I, probably be. We've got a drought coming because, you know, they haven't been able to work in, you know, months and months. Yeah. So Fuller House Part 4 is probably not going <laughs> to show up anytime soon. Okay, so another, another public service announcement would be that, uh, or a safety safety thing that I'll, I'll share with you is that if you're on the thruway, if you're dri- so if you are someone who's driving a BMW or Mercedes or other vehicle that runs on run flat tires, this is a question that comes up a lot. 
when it's time to replace your tires, are you going to put run flats back on it because that's what the car came with? Or are you going to put non-run flats on? Or can you even put non-run flats on? This question comes up often, so I'll address it real quick and say this. Here's, I'll give you the pros and cons of run flat tires uh, and, and the like. So if you have a car that does not have run flats, you'll have a spare. Simple as that. If it doesn't come with run flats, you'll have a spare. Some cars actually don't put run flats on and don't give you a spare, but they give you basically a can of, like, fix-a-flat, which eh, isn't the best thing. Most technicians do not like when a tire comes in with fix-a-flat in it because it can actually be dangerous when we're dismounting the tire. But um, run-flat tires have a very thick sidewall. They're designed to be able to handle the weight of the car and, and therefore not ruin your wheel if the tire has no air in it and you need to get to safety. It's not going to be something you can drive for 50 miles on, but you may be able to drive. If you're on the throughway, let's say, and you get a flat with a run flat, it may get you to your next exit, which I was just talking to someone the other day. That could be a game changer in terms of hassle. Because if you're stuck on the on the throughway and you need to call a tow truck or repair service, uh, a mobile repair service, it's going to cost you more and it's going to be more cumbersome to get because those are bid out to certain companies. So only certain companies are have access to go on the throughway to help you. So you could you could be on the throughway stuck and on a the other side of the fence there's. John's towing service and he may not be able to come get you because he doesn't have a deal with New York state to tow on the, on that stretch, on the throughway. So getting to an exit is always preferred if you can do it safely and whether it's with tires or with a, a an engine light or a, or whatever, um, you know, obviously we don't want people overheating their cars or doing more damage to something by trying to get to the exit. But the good rule of thumb real quick off of the tire thing is if you get an engine light on, if it's on steady, but not flashing, if your car seems to be running okay, but you have a light on, I would still actually try to nurse it to the, to the nearest exit. Mm -hmm. Um, If you have like, uh, you see your temperature gauge going up and it's actually overheating, do not try anything like stop the car right away. Potentially, you could put water uh, in the coolant tank if you're if your all your coolant has went out, and that might be enough to get you to um, to an exit. But there's a lot of variables there. I mean, there's also a lot of cautions I'd have to tell people. Like if your car is overheating and you go to take your your tank cap off or your radiator cap off, be very careful. It's under intense pressure. The hotter your engine is, the more pressure that's under, and it'll come off like a shotgun. And coolant will come out, and it will burn you. Mm -hmm. So you have to be very, very careful about taking your coolant cap off uh, if if that's the issue. But back to tires, um, you can put non-run flat tires on a car that comes with run flats. The only thing you'll have to realize is if you get a flat, you're kind of out of options for taking care uh, of moving the car any further than where you are. Which for most people, most of the time is like, hey, if I get a flat, I'm calling AAA or I'm calling my repair shop anyway. And in that case, you could save a lot of money and get non-run flat tires. Yeah, I, I always look at like AAA as it's an insurance policy. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. there's years I don't use it and yep. I buy it for my kids and they're always like, oh, geez, dad, why are you buy it? Because I'm telling you one day mm-hmm. you're yeah. going to be like, this is the glad best I thing ever. Yeah. So yeah. Glad you know, or, or a roadside assistance any, type any of, of thing yeah. or any of that kind of thing. Um so, you know, there's that. The other thing is, is that with the weird weather we have in Rochester, um, run flat tires are not really the greatest in terms of feel. Because those sidewalls are so thick and can handle a puncture and can handle the weight of the car if it needs to, if there's no air in the tire, they also aren't the most forgiving when it's really cold out. You, you usually won't, the, the tire won't feel quite as good right away, you know, until it warms up. Um, they, they, they're very, they're a lot more expensive and there's also a much limited, there's a limit to, to options when it comes to run flats. <clears throat> but those are the types of things to be aware of. 
obviously on the plus side is it takes a little bit of the weight off of your car and it gives you a little bit more trunk space because they don't have to put a spare in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the idea behind yeah. it, actually. Always can use more trunk space. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Especially since you have to go to the store and buy now a $600 Yeti cooler to keep all yep. your food cool on your road trip because exactly. no restaurants are open. There's, no, there's nothing going yep. on. So you better hope it's it's either <laughs> nice out when you're stopping somewhere so you can eat outside or... Yeah. Or you're going hungry. Yeah. On that long 500 and how many miles of... I don't even know. Well, don't you think it's kind of funny with those, like, the Yetis? I mean, I, I see them every... They're so cool looking, right? Mm-hmm. You look at those things, and you and it's so interesting how they design something that you really even consider spending five... Like, I haven't, and I mm-hmm. probably won't, but you'll actually consider spending $500 on a cooler because it looks that cool. It's, I mean, the, the tumblers, <laughs> oh, that's like I have a tumbler. <laughs> it, it keeps it hot for a long, long time, my coffee. Yeah, that's like me on... QVC and HSN, there's always something. Oh, <laughs> look at that. That's oh. amazing. Can I tell you, though? you got to pay $4 uh, a month for the next 22 years. Well, here's a it. warning. Uh, next time you see something that looks really good on Facebook that you go to buy, I, I bought a, uh, a $30 smartwatch on a Facebook ad, and that was in the end of Did March. You, you haven't even gotten it yet? No. Oh, Jeez. you never will. No. Nope. No, Mark. No. That's how it works. I, yeah, I bought a shirt once. <laughs> you still waiting for it. And it, it? it literally, and when it showed up, <laughs> I just laughed. I like looked at it and I go, oh, I can put this on like a ventriloquist dummy. I mean, that, that's the size of this thing. And I'm like, Jeez. and you're trying to get your money back. And they're like, oh, no, we don't give any refunds. Like, really? okay. So, oh yeah, uh, Facebook, I, I usually click them and then I'll go look at them and then I'll like paste like what it is and then see is there, you know, and how long is the delivery time? Mm-hmm. And when it says, you know, by August of 2021, you're like, yeah, it's probably well, not going to be that good. Yeah. Follow the golden rule, which I did not yet again. <laughs> I never follow my own golden rule. So it's your that, silver rule yeah. because you don't really <laughs> right. ever get to the gold level. I, no, I don't follow it. The golden rule is if you're buying a smartwatch for $30, realize you just bought a smartwatch for $30. <laughs> so, I mean, I expected to actually get something. I didn't expect it to be any good. In fact, my whole reasoning was was it was supposed to be waterproof if it ever came. Uh, is that I'd get this cheap watch that I could wear if I go kayaking, and if it fell in the water, I wouldn't cry about it like if it were an Apple Watch or something like that. But it's it's not it's still yet. MIA. <laughs> Maybe it's coming by kayak. It could be coming by, or the Angry Beavers have just decided not to deliver. They stole my packages <laughs> off my packages. front porch. Oh yeah, they're mad. <laughs> They're super. Mad. If I go down Arundaquoi Creek and I see a an Amazon box uh, uh, on the on the beaver <laughs> on the down. beaver dam, then you we know, got a problem. I'm going after those guys. Thirty dollars smartwatch. <laughs> so well, that's great marketing. That's all I can yeah, say. If you're buying a thirty dollars smartwatch, just realize slap yourself and realize you just bought yourself a thirty dollars smartwatch, and then move on with your day and don't expect to see. <laughs> and it actually, soon. you probably should be thankful that it'll never show up because it's not going to work if it does. Yeah, <laughs> right. So you've just right. really made it. Just call it a donation. That's right. So, so what's the takeaway here, guys? The takeaway is is well, we got Jay back, and that's good. So this mm-hmm. was a little bit of a more lighthearted podcast with. Maybe less information than usual, but, you know, sometimes you just got to riff a little so, bit. Yeah, so. sometimes you just got to shoot the breeze. Yeah. That's right. We haven't seen each other in quite a while. No, I mean, everything's I been the way it is, so it's always yeah. good to come back. And Do you uh, have any stories, uh, any any uh, pandemic stories you want to share? Because we haven't caught up with you at all. Yeah, no, you know, just, just um, the, I, I started binge watching, um, I think I've said on here before, I'm a huge sci-fi and fantasy guy, you know. So, again, what are you going to do when you're just home and there's just nothing to do? So you start watching TV, and I'm like, oh, I can't watch it. So I started, I did Blue Bloods. Ooh, sprinkles, magic <laughs> sprinkles. Blue Bloods. And okay. uh, I've already binged it, cop show. Okay. Yep, 10 seasons. Wow. Loved it. Oh, my God. Loved it. We're already through it. <laughs> How many episodes Killed a season? Uh, like 25 26 oh i don't know goodness. yeah 10 seasons yeah that's what you do during a pandemic <laughs> i found the other thing that i love to do because i'm so tired now of tv like i don't even watch it's just i just like to sit in the garage looking down at the street and just watch and wave <laughs> to the neighbors i'm that guy all of a sudden i became that neighbor that's what <laughs> well, happened I in, the sit pandemic. in the quiet room in the fetal position most of the time so yeah, no i'm good i'm just <laughs> so like, i understand i'm just excited like oh look <laughs> Rocking back and forth, drooling. 
Well, I'm different. I'm like, hey, Garrett's mowing his lawn. I'm not dr- <laughs> That's kind of my excitement, though, right? I mean, yeah, like uh, so many things changed. And and I, I used to love television. And now I'm just like, uh, I'll sit outside till 839 till I know I'm almost tired. Well, this yeah. is definitely when this whole... It's funny how as a you know as a human you just sort of go through go through these changes in something like this when the pandemic starts like oh hey we're gonna catch up on a bunch of shows this is awesome get going with it and then you know fifty seasons uh, of yeah. different shows that you've binge watched you're like I'm done I don't want to watch do TV yeah. anymore yeah I just don't I don't want uh, let's talk <laughs> yeah the, yep that's us we just sit outside and talk. The dog, she's you know thrilled. She just sits out there. She doesn't do anything. So we just oh, that's our. I know. How was your night? Um, completely uneventful and uh, yeah, just no TV. And it's uh, I'm such a huge TV and film guy. It's just amazing to me. Like I'm done. Like yeah. I was glad we got through Blue Bloods, but I'm glad we're done. I'm not looking forward to season eleven. Well, I do like um, I do like some of the things that uh, it's it has forced me to look at different types of online. Ways to get at our customers online in a nice, new, inventive way. So we, we, we have done a couple of these Facebook Live podcasts. We've done a couple of the video podcasts where we've had the green screen, and and it's a lot of fun. And I have it all set up. So also, there's something to be said about the ease of just turning the mics on and mm-hmm. looking at no each pressure. other, and, <laughs> and you know, just talking. Yeah. And that's and and I kind of like that the best. I, you know, mm-hmm. and, and for me too, I think there's an appreciation that comes from all of this about family and friends and, and what becomes really important. Mm-hmm. Becomes and, and if it's not resonating with you, I, you know, I'd be really shocked. But I, I'm pretty sure it's not with some people. But you know, take the time to understand what's really going on, and you know, do the best you can and and. Try, and try to get through it, you know, the best you can. And everybody's got a different mechanism. You know, mine was 10 seasons of Blue Bloods. Like, you know, yeah. like, oh, what are we going to do inside? Well, what do you think we're doing? We're eating dinner and watching Blue Bloods. That's yeah, what we're right. <laughs> now it's like, well, what are we doing? Um, yeah, let's go Let's go sit outside. Yeah, I mean. Well, yeah. uh, the weather, defi- you know, it was bad for a while, <laughs> and it did not seem to want to let up. It was just. It was wintertime, oh. and it was raining, and it's that cold. Yeah, it was so awful. And now, it's, it. now it's just beautiful out. Mm-hmm. Uh, every day seems to be more beautiful than the next and but you know the problem is for now like i look and every day i go is that guy ever gonna mow his lawn (laughs) it looks terrible what are they doing out there like get on your lawn mower what's going on you just notice more yeah Yeah. of course uh, yeah my husband and our neighbor they're in like a you know grass competition so whenever one gets long they have to mow it and then the next one has to you know we have to mow ours the next day so I'm like, you gotta, you gotta quit it with the competition. It's well, you can't help it now. There's, there's nothing. There's to nothing do. else to do. So I'm, um, you know, judging my neighbors. Like I never judged them before because I really didn't pay much attention to their lawn. Now I'm like out there looking. I can watch the grass grow. I'm like, oh. Well, speaking of grass growing, we have this one area in our yard that that does not like to grow grass. So I had these branches cut back so the thing got a little more sunlight, and and we reseeded it. And I kind of was like, eh, grass seed is grass seed, and I put grass seed down and. The grass that I put down is like six shades darker than the rest of the grass. Oh, you put it in Kentucky bluegrass. <laughs> so it really looks funny. It like, wow, what a I've healthy got, patch of grass. I've got one section, but it's only a manhole cover that I did that size. Yours is a half your lawn. Um, I think over time, Mark, you should be fine. The grass will. It'll it'll fade. <laughs> it'll fade like paint. I think it was spray painted a lighter green. <laughs> but at least you got grass. Is it lush? I mean, that's the. It's it's getting it's getting. Yeah, you can yeah, start. You know, yeah. So, uh, so yeah. what? At least it's grass. Well, listen. I like the idea of us all getting an RV and and driving around. Um, I do like the uh, idea of getting out on the road. I do think that that one of the things I read that I think is going to be really cool is that even though, you know, definitely the the, the tourism business. Is taking a huge hit, but in this country, I, I think they're going to see a lot of people are going to stay stateside, and they're not going to mm-hmm. be maybe maybe they're maybe those trips to Europe aren't going to be happening as, as frequently for a while, and that might then, push people into our national parks into some of the really great things that that we have to offer here in this country to go see. We got to see how the uh, how things keep going. Seems like things are going in the right direction. 
I'm hoping that maybe in August I can make it down to the Jersey Shore yeah. like I do every year and spend a few days on the beach. Um, I would be bummed if I can't go on the boardwalk for a slice of Jersey pizza and a and a cone, but or uh, having to wear a mask on the beach too. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Yeah. I See, don't know. That's why I'm hoping September I'm good to go to Gloucester. I mean, I'm really hoping because yeah. it's like. I would feel really bad if I didn't. We just do it like, every yeah, year. It's every like year. a thing, yeah. you know. And it's like oh, I just can't wait to go into Salem and go on the boardwalk and play video games and so you know, lots of hand sanitizer. <laughs> do you have a plan for? Uh, do you have a plan for vacation this summer? Aaron? I think. Well, we have a camp up in the Adirondacks, so I think that's pretty much just going to be it. Just packing some food, going up there. I'm that's looking it. forward to the invite. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did buy one of those ceramic eggs, like the big, like the big green egg to smoke. You know, have you there's used a whole, it? Yeah, I used it once. Oh, I made uh, pizza uh, in it, and it was very smoky tasting. <laughs> I was going to ask you if if it showed up like your watch. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't made of ceramic. It was one of those plastic eggs you got out of the, the I, machine. I, at I think Kmart. I saw the post on that, and I looked at the pizza, and I went, "Okay, it's pizza." <laughs> the, the pizza looked egg. good. It the just, pizza did look good, but. Tasted and smelled very smoky, so. It's a smoker, Mark. I know. Uh, I'm dialing it in, okay? I'm working on it. It's a work in progress. Cherry. Cherry is the best wood to be using in smokers. Oh, interesting. Hickory is the most smoky of them. I do know that. (laughs) I've learned that. Hey, come on over for pizza, Jay. Uh, No, I'm good. Hickory hickory pizza. (laughs) Uh, I think I'll just chew some burnt wood over here. Thanks. It's automatically barbecue. <laughs> well, definitely miss these laugh sessions, and we're going to have many more to come. Um, we're uh, we're really working hard to uh, come up with some great podcasts. You know, I thought it was going to be a lot easier to get people on the show during the pandemic. It seems to have been a little bit more challenging, but we got some cool things in the works. We're going to be bringing you out, uh, bringing out some great stuff. I, I will tell you this: we got four thousand subscribers. So, thank you. It's awesome. It's awesome. We have some. Uh, if you haven't, we we just had an interview with David Perlman from Microsoft uh, two weeks ago, and that was a really cool interview talking about uh, education reimagined. Um, again, we always go back to telling you about the shows that just were kind of highlighted shows, right? We had an awesome interview with Mario Andretti. We talked to uh, talked about Ford versus Ferrari. We've talked to Christina Kwan. We've talked to Interstate Battery. Some really great stuff. Now the music's over, and so is the podcast. Until next time, guys, visit UniversalImports.com for all your car needs. Don't forget to tell a friend about the Grease and Glamour podcast. Have a great one. See you.